0: You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthew.3cr.org.au Are you a 3CR subscriber? We really need our listeners to subscribe to the station.
1: It helps us remain financially independent and is an important part of our community governance.
0: It's just $40 concession, $80 waged. $150 for a band or organization, and $300 solidarity. Become a 3CR subscriber today.
2: 3CR Radical Radio.
1: And now that heart is beating fast, and that's the rhythm I can dance to. Oh, I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to, that one big heart that's beating fast. on drum, beat out old trouble on drum and kick all trouble out the door. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum and kick all trouble out the, kick out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him out the door. Kick him
3: out the door. Welcome to Radical Strat Community. Radio 3C. We have a producer, the wonderful, the one and only, the unique. I've forgotten her name. Kelly Whitworth.
0: That'll be me. <laughs>
3: yes, and once again, Kelly's put her hand in the snow town barrel and pulled out a guest. In the studio, we have now watch me stuff this up. Tommy La tu Parisa. How's that? Good. Tommy Latuparisa. How are you, Tommy?
4: Good, thank you. They
3: tell me this is your first time in a studio. Yes. Yes, look, don't just pretend there's no microphone, no headphones, no producer. It's just you and me. Yes. We're just two old blokes. In a
0: cafe. In
3: a cafe. No, it's too much noise.
0: You said on the webpage it's like meeting somebody in a cafe. (laughs)
3: Why? Why tell me what I said? I'm, I'm demented. I can't remember what I said a minute ago. I mean, next I'll, I'll forget that this is Tommy La Tuperisa. Uh-huh. I'm going to forget. I like that name. Now, Tommy, what yes. year were you born? I'm born ninth uh,
4: of January, uh, nineteen fifty nine. Nineteen
3: fifty nine. Yes. Well, you better show some respect to Kelly and me. We're both older than you. Yes. <laughs> No, Kelly's much younger. I'm much older. Much,
0: much younger. Yeah. Much
3: younger. Yes. Yeah, but she doesn't want to give her birthday over the over the air because she's got stalkers out there. Because she's such a well known personality, <laughs> people stop stalking me because there's no point. I'm too old to be stalked. Now, Tommy, yes, why are you here?
4: Yes, uh, <laughs> I'm in the, in the invite uh, for the program. But first of all, I want to. To to say uh, uh, thank you to having me
3: here uh-huh. in the station from mm-hmm. Kelly and Dr. Joe. Well, yeah. it's a pleasure having you here, Tommy.
0: Pleasure.
3: Now, before we get on with your life, I'll just yep. uh, just remind people that uh, not this Sunday, next Sunday, on the 26th of November, yes. will be West Papuan Open Day yeah. at eight three eight. Collins Street in Docklands, lunch at 1pm, Dr Jacob Arumbiak will bring us up to date with what's happening with the Melanesian Spearhead Group in the transitional government's uh, response to their uh, not being included, and I'll be doing an auction to raise money for the West Papua Rent Collective, but, and there's a cabaret, I cannot believe this, a cabaret, Congo and West Papua. Wow. A burlesque cabaret. I'm looking forward to this. But more importantly, obviously, you are what we call the bait. It's the quality of this interview which will bring people to this event. Yes. And if the interview is not good enough, mate, and not enough <laughs> and not enough people come, yes. we're going to blame you, Tommy. What do you reckon about that? You think that's fair?
4: Uh, fair enough. Fair enough, <laughs> yeah.
3: Look, I've seen you at all... I think you've been with the West Papua Rent Collective from the beginning? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. And you're the man with the f- camera, if I remember correctly? Yes. Taking pictures everywhere. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yes. So you're born in 59. Where were you born?
4: I'm born in uh, uh,
3: the province called
4: uh, North Sumatra. Uh-huh. Uh, the capital city is uh, Medan. uh mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that is... Sixty-four years ago. Right, so in North Sumatra. Do you have, uh, are your parents still alive? Uh, my dad already passed away. Right. Uh, both of them. Both of them have passed yes. away. And do you have any brothers and sisters?
4: Yes, my bro- brother, I have uh, two brothers and two
3: sisters. Uh, are they in North Sumatra still?
4: Uh, one, uh, two sisters, uh, one brother in North Sumatra mm-hmm. and uh, one brother
3: in Java. In East Java. Java. I yeah. just thought you said uh, jail, but it's East Java. Yes, <laughs> Java. Okay. Do you remember much about life in North Sumatra when you were a young lad going to school?
4: Yes, uh, I remember because uh, my father, my uncle, my grandfather, even my mom is work. Uh, all of them work with the military. Right. Indonesian military. hmm And my my uh grandpa is uh uh Dutch army. Right. What they call Knil. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. What do you mean KNIL? What does that mean?
4: KNIL is like um, the the Dutch army. Mm-hmm. Uh usually is what they call is Knilla. Yeah.
3: Right. So this was pre independence. Your grandfather was in yes. the Army pre-independence. Yeah.
4: No, it is the the Dutch special for for the Dutch army when oh, right. they occupied Indonesia. When
3: they occupied Indonesia, yeah. right. So he worked for them. So you basically come from a military family. Yes. <laughs> well, that's interesting. What was did you did you go to did you when you went to school, yes, in north did you did you go to school in North Sumatra? Yes. What was that like? Uh, I think it's, now it's different. Eh? No, no, but it, when you went, when you went. When went, yeah.
4: That uh. is, uh, uh, for, for us, on, during that time, it's, it's good.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And um, was religion important to your family? Yes. What, what religion? Uh, we are Christian. Right. Yeah. Any particular uh, branch of Christianity? No. Christians, generally Christians. Okay. And uh, did you go to high school? Yes, I am. Yeah, and what did you do at high school?
4: High school, yeah, uh, the same like here. Uh uh, Yeah. Study a lot of, uh, you know, um, about the global uh, uh, situation and, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of course, uh,
3: Indonesia. Yes. Yes. So this was during the, this, this was during the Suharto period. Yes. And did it affect your family, or they were just part of the military during the Suharto period?
4: Yes, because on on that time it's like because all of us, like uh, you know, my mother, my father's, is, is get involved with the military. Mm
3: -hmm. So, uh, and uh, for me, it's like a normal. Normal, yeah. Normal, yes. So did you think that you were going to have a military career like your grandfather and your father? No, I don't like it. Why not? Uh, Why didn't you like it as a young man? Because my interest is
4: not not, uh, uh, join the military and then after that send me to, you know, to the other place and then, you know. Mm. Maybe they send me for war, yes, something like that. I don't like it. don't
3: like that idea of being killed for other people, yes, wars that's okay did you did you have any higher education after high school? Did you do any university or technical college study or no
4: at the at the time when I was there after the, uh, high school mm. because uh, my uh, my speciality is, uh, you know, soccer player. Ah, you're a soccer player. Yes, for
3: Indonesian team. Really? Yes. So From North Sumatra.
4: From, uh, yeah, that I'm, I'm a representative of uh, North Sumatra mm-hmm. to become uh, Indonesian squad. Right. And what year was this? Um,
3: I start from juniors, 1978. So you started the juniors, and what position? Did you play in the soccer team? Oh, I'm
4: libero. Um, libero, that means uh, the second uh, second man right. in yeah. charge. On oh, the right. back.
3: On the back. Yes. Yeah. And w- what did your family think about you doing soccer? Did they think it was a waste of time, or did they think it was an honor for the family?
4: No, my uh, my parents support me because mm-hmm. they are also the sportmen
3: too. All oh, right. Yes. Right. Good. And when did you join the national team? Uh, since seventy-eight, mm-hmm.
4: seventy-nine. Uh, I'm I was junior. Yes, uh, to represent uh, Indonesia for uh, World Cup uh, Junior Championship in in Japan, in Tokyo. Right, right,
3: right excellent. And uh, what did you think of
4: Japan? On the time is very excited, yeah. and uh, I think it's good country. Mm-hmm. And then also, you know, the other team of the uh, who represent uh, representative the country. One of them is uh, from Argentina. Argentina. Right. So we against them. Mm-hmm. It was the, the 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 player, the famous player from. Uh, Argentina is
3: Maradona. Maradona. He so, was. He was in the junior team. Yes,
4: I played <laughs> against him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, obviously, he didn't get any goals, did he, during that game? Yes, plenty. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been funny. <laughs> he, <laughs>
4: he didn't, didn't stop it. They, they, I can't. <laughs> I can't because at the end I'm, I'm a little bit rough. Okay. So the referee gave me the yellow card.
3: Not just a yellow, not a red card. No, no, because the only way you could stop Maradona yes. was by tripping him. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, what was the score at the oh, end? I, I don't want to say that, but like 12-0? No, it's 5-0. That's all right. You're playing yeah, Argentina. No, I assume they won the world a cha- junior world championship. Yeah. That's, that's brilliant for an Indonesian team. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. 5-0, that's all right. Yeah, you know, that's that, that's very good. So, did did you play soccer for long? Did you go from the junior to the senior team? Yes, senior team, yes. And, and how, what years were you in the senior team?
4: Uh, since then, I'm uh, 79, uh, 80. I start to join the senior senior uh, um, team.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And, uh, yeah, we play
3: around Asia. Mm-hmm.
4: And also in uh, Pacific Island.
3: Pacific Island, yes. yes. Look, it, people, I don't think people realise the population of Indonesia. I mean, when you're a say an Australian soccer player, you got 25 million people. In Indonesia, at that stage, you'd have over 200 million, wouldn't you?
4: Yes. So,
3: I, so, so in a soccer team, you'd have what? There'd be 11 players, maybe 20 altogether. 22. 22. 22 altogether that would go overseas. So that's just an extraordinary achievement out of a population of around 200 million to actually... Around 200, yes. 180 to 200. At that stage, that was an extraordinary uh, effort to represent your country. Yes. Mm. And did you learn much as you travelled?
4: Yes, I learned much because uh, uh, every time we uh, went uh, abroad... Mm -hmm. Uh, on that time, is always uh, the team manager of the Indonesian team. Yes.
3: Uh, on, on on that time, the son of uh, Suharto. Ah, oh, he was the son. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit like the the son of Colonel Gaddafi who li- yeah. wanted to play soccer yes, and they yes. bought he bought him a soccer yes. team in Italy. Yes. yes. But uh, the son of Suharto was the yeah. manager. Yes. So you didn't say anything bad.
4: <laughs> yeah, but. Uh well, during that time, I'm, I'm really, you know, proud of myself because I'm, uh, you know, i become a, a national representative of uh, uh, Indonesia yes. at that time. Yes, So, um, whatever I achieve, <laughs> I have to accept it. That's right. But did they pay you any money? Uh, not really good as the, as the club. Right. Yeah, the club is more... Pay money,
3: pay For money. Us, yeah. National teams. Uh, so, did apart from the Pacific and the Asia region, uh, did you come to Australia or Europe or no, no? So that was the only East. Fiji, right.
4: yeah, in the, in the Pacific,
3: in the Pacific yeah. you were playing. Mm. So that's that's quite extraordinary. So, did you ever move become professional? Did you move to a professional team?
4: Yes, that is a professional
3: team. Which, which, my club. What is your club?
4: Uh, my club called Niak Mitra from uh, East Java, East Surabaya. Java. Right.
3: Yeah. And I assume it was very competitive to get into the club. A lot of people wanted to play soccer.
4: Yes. Right. We have to, you know, to be tough and, <laughs> right, uh,
3: right. you know, competition. Well, you, you got a yellow card against Maradona. Yeah. You're pretty tough then. <laughs> Yeah, it did well, Tommy. Yeah. Now, look, I'm interested in Indonesia as a whole. I mean, you say you're from North Sumatra. There are people from Java. There's people from, you know, Kalimantan. There's mm. people from West Papua. Are Indonesians one culture and one people, or is it a mixture of cultures and people?
4: Yes, uh, uh Originally, I come from Maluku Island, mm-hmm. what they call Spice Island, but I'm born in uh, North Sumatra. Right. Yeah. So, uh, on that time, it's like um, uh, we are we are separate. Like yes, Indonesia, but uh, during that time, we are a little bit like, uh, you know, something different to look at each other.
3: Right. Yeah. So, what's the difference? Is it language? Is it culture? Is it language,
4: culture, Mm. uh, and especially when North Sumatra in the north, close to Aceh, Mm. and then West Papua. On that time, I I never I never uh, see or saw the West Papuan people.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes, never saw. yeah. Yeah, but you would have seen much of as a club player, you would have seen a lot of Indonesia or did you play mainly in Java? Yes, I
4: play mainly in, in Java mm. but uh, uh, sometimes uh, uh, the other club, mm. they hire uh, uh, different different people or different uh, players from different provinces mm-hmm. like uh, some of them from uh, West Papua, yep. some of them from North Sulawesi, some mm. from
3: Maluku. Mm. Yeah. So were the other clubs privately owned or are they owned by their members? No, they, they own. Like uh, you know, the businessmen. Yep. Yeah. And they own the club. Right. And yeah. Just like here. Yes. In, in soccer. Yes. It's only usually it's only usually most of the AFL is owned by its members, but all of the other sports, most yes. of them are owned by business people, rugby league. Yeah. Rugby union, yes. Soccer, all owned by business people in Australia. Basketball, yes. Yeah, yeah. But nobody wants to buy cricket.
2: <laughs>
3: I know cricket when I come to Australia. When you come to Australia. Yeah. So how long did you? Well, you were you a professional soccer player for your club? How many years? I think is start from end of seventy nine
2: mm-hmm.
3: until. And so that's a good career for a young man. That means you were, what, uh, 59, 60, so what, Around 20, 20 four, 24, 25. 25, yes. And did you find that you were getting a bit slow then, did you, or? Uh, no, because
4: uh, up there is like, if you're a player, mm the boss or coach only, only looking at you when you are you know tough and yeah. then still strong mm. if you a little bit slack and then they just kick good.
3: you out because there's so many people waiting to take your place yes that is not 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 good no no not yeah. not, not to to build uh character and to build resilience as they say so when you walked in the streets in java yes would you have been recognised as a soccer player for that club? Yes. People would come up and ask you for autographs. Yes. Yes. <laughs> What's that like? I for me is,
4: I'm I'm a, a kind of person is low profile. Yes. You know, sometimes okay they know me because my name in the newspaper, mm. play with different kind of club from Europe or mm. whatever. Mm. So I just. Uh, uh, make them happy, right?
3: Yeah, right. So yeah, I'm. Um, I'm interested in that uh, soccer tragedy that happened just yeah. recently in Indonesia. Was was it a hundred over hundred people, including children, were killed in the stampede? You know, the soccer stampede in. Uh, yes, in Malang. In Malang, I know. Does that happen often in Indonesia? That time? No, no. This was something that new. That is the worst. That is the worst. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So people are very. If you're a club member, you're very passionate about your club. It's the thing you look forward to on the Sunday or Saturday when you play? Yes, yes. Mm. There are only, yeah, the
4: latest, the latest day, they are um, changed a little bit, mm-hmm. become really radical or fanatic because of the club, right, you know? Right, They, you know, mm. compete each other and then
3: sometimes... Uh, they fight each other. They too. fight each other. <laughs> Did that happen when you were a player? Uh, yes, yes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they, they would fight each other. Well, that's interesting. So what made you stop playing football? That is a good question. I think it's
4: during my time, no future. You saw no future? No, no. future. No. Different with the Western, Western country like Australia, Europe, mm. or some of the... Uh, Asian country like Japan, Hong mm-hmm. Kong, and North Korea, mm-hmm. their career when when they they stop, I mean, uh, a lot of sponsor like wants to you know take them. Yes, you know, like uh, uh, brand of shoes, Adidas or Nike, mm. whatever it is. Yes. But in Indonesia, no. I think. When you finish, especially you injured already, mm. especially your knee, yes. finito.
3: Yeah, just like a an injured horse, they take you yeah. out and shoot you. That's it. They just throw you out the gate yes. because there's so many people want to play. Yes, soccer. Yeah. So was it an injury that forced you out of professional soccer, or was it a decision you made because you saw there was no future?
4: I make decision because. Uh, On that time I I have a quick thinking, Mm -hmm. I said, um, if I'm staying in this club, no future. Mm -hmm. Better I look for the, uh, you know, my future. Right. Yeah. So I moved to, uh, uh, to become a soccer player too. Mm -hmm. But uh, in the, what's it called, Department
3: of uh, Logistics from Indonesia. Right. Yeah. So well, the, well, the logistics had their own soccer team. Yes. All oh, right. So that, that's a private. Yes. Uh, they had their own soccer competition.
4: Uh, yes, but not professional anymore.
3: No. Like amateur, amateur, amateur club. Yeah. Did you work at the same time? Yes. What did you work as?
4: On that time, uh, because logistic in in, in uh, our department, that is how we uh, collect all the rice and sugar. Yes. Because East Java is um, the biggest, on that time, the biggest uh, export rice for all Indonesian province. Right. 60%.
3: 60%, right. Yeah. So, and how long did you last in that job for? Oh, uh, I don't like it because <laughs> only two years. Two years? Two years only. <laughs> well, you decided there was no future in that either.
4: Because, um... Uh, um I have a problem with the uh, with the job mm. and also you know Indonesia is everything is corrupt yes you know like uh, so many people of of my friends mm. they went to jail yes because they corrupt all the you know all the rice sugar all right. the rich the rich yeah so I can't work with them mm mm-hmm. Because I don't like it. So, right. So I left. So you left. And where, where did you go then? Uh, I went to Bali. Yep. And then start to uh, to become coach. Right. Of the, uh, one of the hotel in, in Bali. hmm So uh, they hire me mm-hmm. to, you know, to become coach of the club from the hotel. Right. Yeah. Is that a good job? I like it. Mm. Why? Because I met so many people in the hotel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Make a friend, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. from Australia, from around the world. Around the world in yes. Bali. Yeah.
3: So it was a dream job.
4: Yeah, dream job, but uh, I'm still thinking like maybe one day I will going out from Bali to, to overseas. <laughs>
3: Out from Indonesia. Out from Indonesia. Out from Indonesia. Ah. Look, on that point, I'll just make a, an announcement. This is Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. Program is produced by Kelly Whitworth. My name is Joseph Toscano, the host. I'm having a chat. We don't do interviews on Radical Australia with Latu Perisa, Tommy Latu Parisa.
1: You might have heard about the Community Radio Plus app, But it's only when you start using it that you'll wonder how you lived without it. You can listen to us wherever you are. At home, work, driving, on public transport, gardening, protesting, or even in the bath. Just search Community Radio Plus wherever you get your app.
3: You're listening to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. This program is streaming on 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. All right, you're dreaming of leaving Indonesia. Yes. What did you do, Stow away on a boat? How did you get out of there?
4: Ah, that is, uh, uh, my job in hotel is like, Coach, uh, yeah. but the boss gave me uh, uh, because I have uh, very friendly with the people. Mm-hmm. So give they give me uh, he give
3: me a job as uh, public, relation. public relations. Public yeah. relations, yeah. You're pretty smooth, Tommy. <laughs> so that's fun. I can understand why you'd be in public relations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what is the so what did you was that was to get customers into the hotel, was it?
4: Yes because um, um, uh, a lot of people like in the hotel is like all that hotel is only Balinese people yes. working there yes I'm the only one is black people in, working there in the
3: hotel right you describe yourself as a black person <laughs> yes why do you describe yourself as a black person
4: because uh, from uh, East Indonesia mm-hmm. Start from uh, uh, Flo Bamora, uh what they call is uh, Nusa Tenggara Timur. Also, East Timor, mm. uh, Maluku, mm-hmm.
3: and then West Papua. Yes, we are dark, dark skin, yeah, right. dark skin. Right. Yeah. So everybody says he's Indonesian, but he's not Indonesian.
4: <laughs> yeah, on that time is I, I feel like like that, mm. you know, like. Like the people in like uh, the west of Indonesia, they always like, oh, you are black. Mm, mm. Sometimes make me like, hey, why?
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm Indonesian. Yeah. Yes. But you're black. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, that must have started. Uh, it must have started thinking about that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, did you last long as public relations officer in Bali? Did you do that for a few years? Two years too Two years, two years too And then what happens next? Two years And then uh, I met someone Ah, (laughs)
4: love, yes Yes, and uh, um, that is from Holland Right From Holland Yep So um, Mm. we worked together but not met
3: Mm. Uh, We break up and Mm. uh, yeah Kelly that almost parallels your life in Holland.
0: I met somebody from Holland too.
3: <laughs> really? When
0: yeah. I was younger.
3: Whereabouts?
4: In Holland. Utrecht. Utrecht, right? It's in the middle.
0: Yes, uh, and I went and lived over there.
4: Oh, are you living in Holland too?
0: Yeah, you uh, too?
4: No, my my uncle is in Holland. All my my rel- relative in Holland. Mm. Whereabouts? In Barneveld. Where is that? That's uh, in the middle, uh, uh, in the in the middle of Holland. What they call Chicken City.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. And you had a relationship which didn't last. with A Dutch <laughs> some person. Some
0: of them don't, oh. Joe. Some of really? them really. <laughs> no, I'm so no, just, just saying.
3: Think about it. You've never met. You've never yeah, met, seen Tommy, yeah. and you had the same experience. Yeah, That's yeah. extraordinary.
0: Did you go there?
3: Oh, yeah. That, that, that is
4: good question. Hello, um, I went there because of the struggle of West Papua. Right. Uh, my friend, uh, Dr. Jacob Rumbiak. Yep. So I met him here in uh, uh, nine, uh, 1999.
3: Hang on, hang on. What are you doing in Australia in 1999? How did you get here? We, ah. don't, we don't like people with dark skins.
4: Yeah. <laughs> when I come <laughs> when I come here and then... Well, what did you come here for? I said, I want to, yeah... I think is Australia is is better future for me.
3: Right, right.
4: Okay. Yeah. If I compare with Indonesia. Right. I don't think it's like uh, you know if I'm in in Indonesia now I don't know what what mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah? But when I come
3: to Australia I have uh, you know a lot of uh, so, did you come as, Did you come as a migrant or a asylum seeker when you came to No, Australia? no, no, with my friend too. With your friend? Yeah. Yeah, like, you came with her, right. Yeah. Right. Okay, and you stayed in Australia? Yes.
0: How old were you when you came here, Tommy?
3: Twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. God, he's been here 24 years, have you? No, it's already more than that. More than that? Yeah. Oh. Eighty-six I came here. He came here in eighty-six, yeah. right. So... So what type of visa did you have?
4: Uh, before is is uh, a tourist visa. A tourist visa yeah. and then And then because we live together yes. on during that time it's very easy.
3: During that time On that time. So only that time. Easy. But yeah. now it's impossible. Very hard. Yeah. yeah, right. So what type of work did you start doing in Australia? Uh that mean uh, I'm back to
4: uh, uh Thinking like I have, I want to study. Mm-hmm. So I want. I went to RMIT uh, TAFE College. Right. I'm doing a welding course. Mm-hmm. So for three years, until I get uh, my old certificate of uh, welding. The only one uh, certificate uh, I don't,
3: uh, uh, you know, uh, work it is welding under the water. Right. So you could weld aluminium. You had a certificate for aluminium.
4: Aluminium, stainless steel, right? Low carbon,
3: right? People, I don't think people understand how much skill there is involved in welding. Oh. And it takes three years to, to learn the trade. Plenty. Mm.
4: So I think is is uh, uh, the people come here is if they have opportunity for study, go for study. Right. Because Australia is, if I compare with Indonesia, Mm. different. Right. So when you study, you have your skill and then you can get a job.
3: Right. Yeah. Mm. So study is the key. Yes. Did you find it easy finding a job? Ah, uh,
4: if you have a a certificate for welders, that is... uh, a lot of, uh, you know, big opportunity you get the job.
3: Mm. Are you still working as a welder? Uh, not, now. not now. Not now. How many years? Don't tell me it was only two years you worked as a welder. <laughs> 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 I'm
4: working for welder, I think it's around 30, or 30 years. 30? 30 yeah. Or 13? 30. 30? 30, yeah. 30. yeah.
3: So you've just recently yeah. stopped being a welder. Uh, have you had any uh, health effects? Any problems with your eyes? Or
4: uh yeah effect but uh, yeah that's what uh, I said before the important thing is we follow the uh, the rule mm. what we what uh, we study right so we know the effect of what we're doing right so before that happened so we know how to to uh, uh, Avoided, Uh, yes, avoided, avoided, yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: And were you uh, in a unionized shop or non-unionized shop? Union, yeah. And what's the union you were part of? I, uh, I think it's the steel something workers. Yes, workers. Wasn't it Amalgamators? Steel Amalgamators Metal Workers Union. Yes, Metal Metal Workers workers Union. Yeah, yeah. That used to be a big union once. Ah, okay. Big union. Had over 200, oh, yeah, big. big. In your time, about 250,000 members. It's down to about 25,000 now. wow oh. Yeah, it's a big change because of mechanisation. Yes. And, and union busting, it's been very difficult. So th- did you ever become a, a union delegate or? or no, what? I no. just member. Just a member, just a member. Yes, <laughs> <Just laughs> that's, that's all right. Yes. And did you work for big? Companies or little companies? Yes,
4: engineering company,
3: yeah. Uh, engineering company. The same company for 30 years? No, different. Different companies. So we they, moved every two years, obviously. Yes, not even two years. <laughs> not even two not years? Not even two years. Yes. No, all
4: right. All of them because of uh, of the struggle. Yep. Sometimes I have to
3: go with excuse the, me. Excuse me, excuse me. What struggle? We haven't spoken about any struggle. The struggle of... What West struggle?
4: The struggle of West Papua.
3: When did that happen? When did that disease happen?
4: Ah... <laughs> many many people uh in australia they don't know what happened in, in west papua i got no
3: idea yes. did you have any idea you must idea?
0: tell us tell us
3: yeah, yeah. um in west papua is no 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 i'm interested in your story yeah cuz we'll talk about it in a minute Yeah. but your, what made you interested in west papua because
4: uh friend of mine mm. in uh, in when I, I was playing soccer, the same, mm. uh, in the national team. Mm. We just talked each other yep. about that. You mm-hmm. know what they said? Is, I still remember, 1978, 1970, they said, oh, we have to separate from this, this country. I said, why? I don't like Japanese. Mm. Because they are really, uh, what you call? Um, Bossy. Yeah, bossy and racist. Racist. They don't like. Mm. What they said, oh, you're a monkey and then everything. This since the beginning, 78.
3: Mm. Mm.
4: That start already.
2: Mm.
4: You know? So when I know them, they are, they are good people. They are right. good people. Right. And then when I talk to them, I feel like even I know them like n- not even. 10 minutes, I feel like we are the same,
3: the same feeling. Same, yeah. Yes. Yes. West
0: Papuan friends.
3: Yes. Mm. Yes. So it's like, nothing binds people like a common oppression. Yeah, when you feel the same about the situation you find yourself in. So when you came to Australia, did you know any West Papuans in Australia?
2: Hmm.
4: I know one only when I when I come in Melbourne, mm. I met I met him in ch- in a church, in church. Yes,
3: right. And who was that?
4: Is uh, Alphonse.
3: Everybody knows Alphonse. Yes, we're going to need to put him on the program next yes. year. Yeah, everybody wears. Is he's the is he's very smartly dressed man, Alphonse. Yes, <laughs> yes,
0: yes. He's <laughs> he a social butterfly. No,
3: nah, look, he's a very, he's he's a, he's, a, he's a great human being. His wife recently died after a long struggle with illness, and he's everybody's contact. Yes. Uh, he who have been here forty years at least. Alphonse he used to be a seaman, if I remember correctly. Yes, that's how. Yes, that's how he got involved. Yeah, but uh, when you see, him, and if you're coming along on the twenty sixth of November, Alphonse will be there. You know, if you want hints about style, speak to Alphonse. <laughs> yes,
4: yes. He got, you uh, know, a lot of things. Yeah, before yeah. because he came, he came first than me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Before we t- uh, continue, I'm just um, curious, Tommy. When did you start learning and speaking in the English language?
4: Oh, <laughs> I learned when I was in Bali. Mm.
0: When you were in your twenties?
4: No, around. 26 or something like that, 20, yeah,
3: uh, 27, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He learned by picking up drunken Australians <laughs> on the ground.
0: <laughs> Probably.
3: <laughs> I think that's when he learned about drunken Australians. Yeah. yeah, that's
4: what I learned in Bali. Yeah, yeah. You know, so many people in you know, a Western country yeah. come to Bali. Yeah. I can pick up, like, uh, uh, the style. Yes. The way, I'm not listening the way they talk. But the style, uh-huh. I can say, oh, this is O.C. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. When they're drunk, straight away they carry all the shoes and then they go everywhere. Yeah. That's the one. That's the <laughs> type.
3: <laughs> well, that's it. It's a common trait. People, yes. go, people go to Bali to get pissed, basically. Um, so after Alphonse, you met him in church. Yeah. So church still, is still important to you, church? Yes. Oh, right. yes. You go regularly to church? Yes. Right. So, Christianity is an important part of your life. Yes. Right. So, when did you meet other West Papuan activists? Yes. The,
4: uh, since then, uh, uh, on that time only Alphonse, mm. and then 1999, I met Dr. Jacob Rumbiak, mm. spoke in Amnesty International here and then on during that time I'm uh, joined with the student from Maluku because 1999 that is eruption you know ethnic cleansing between the the, uh,
3: jihad from Indonesia and the the Malukan in Maluku. I think I think that people don't understand how Horrible it was, how many people died. Thousands. Thousands. It was just just indiscriminate slaughter. Yes. You know, men, women and children. Yes. It was just butchery. Yes.
0: That's your home islands. Yes.
3: Mm, mm, Yes. mm. There was this jihad against the uh, Christian population. Yes. And uh, it was just horrendous. You could be walking and all of a sudden you could be hacked to death. Oh, yeah. That's what it was like. It was just... No publicity in Australia about no. it. There was a little bit, a little, a little, bit, but not much at all. Yes. Yeah, and even now there's tensions, obviously. Yes. So, did many of your countrymen and women come to Australia as refugees during that period, or?
4: I think 2003. Mm. Some of them come here around 50, 50 people. Mm. And um, they end up in Darwin or something yes, like that.
3: Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Right. So you were living in Melbourne then? Yes. And you met Jacob and yes. what, he introduced you to other West Papuans? No, when I saw Jacob and mm. then I'm surprised, really, who is this mm. man? Mm-hmm.
4: I never saw him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You never saw him before? Yes.
4: And then um, he came with... Uh, with uh, one the woman, mm-hmm. and then now it's Louis. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so I said, oh, I want to see him. Mm-hmm. And then I said to him, okay, uh, what are you doing next next uh, Sunday? He said, oh, uh, nothing. Oh, come to my church. Right. So that's why we meet each other from start to beginning. Mm-hmm. We talk about what's going on slowly. Yeah because uh, yes, uh, uh, Jacob is not not easy person mm-hmm. to you know what we talk and then he start to believe mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, but yes. he pick up slowly
3: bit by bit yeah he's suspicious yes, because of his experience. yes, as a prisoner, yes. as a resistance fighter, yeah you, you just don't know who your friends are and who your enemies are. Yes, yes. Because somebody comes up and says, oh, rah, rah, rah. You just don't know, do you? No.
4: So for me, I'm I'm open my heart. Like, okay, because you are the, you know, Mm. I can feel it like you need a uh, uh, friend, Mm -hmm. you know. And then I come, I open my, you know, heart. But because the experience from him is Mm. very bad. So it's not really easy to to you know to make a friend really you yeah. know mm-hmm. believe in me mm. so since then we start step by step and then we are talking about what we what we doing mm. yeah and then he's he's the one that, the person who uh, introduced me to the uh, uh the struggle of West Papua uh, to spread them to Pacific Island, and then he's the one brought me first time 2002 uh, to, to Fiji. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, until now. Until now. Yes. So, uh, with the West Papuan struggle, so the Malukan struggle and the West Papuan struggle are similar struggles. Aren't yes, they? we have uh, uh, we have the same colonial, same col- yeah. Col- yeah. Colonist, yeah. And uh, I've noticed that when uh, you're involved in West Papua activities, that you carry a different flag. Yes. Can you tell us about that flag?
4: Yeah. the 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 flag is our
3: uh, uh, Maluku flag. It's yes. all right. She's just telling me the time. Yeah. <laughs> she she doesn't think I can l- see the clock. It's all right. <laughs> She's like that. She's like a mother hen.
4: <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah. That is the Maluku flag because. Uh, so, what is the Maluku flag?
3: Tell us. Give us a word picture. What does it look like? Uh, blue, white, red, and green. Any particular reason for the four colours? Yeah. Uh,
4: blue for sea. Mm-hmm. White, we are uh, white is we are clean. Mm-hmm. And then green for our um, uh, resources and then the land. Mm-hmm. And then the red is we are the
3: You know, like a fighter. Right, right, right. And how long have you been involved in the West Papuan office here in Melbourne? Uh, I think since the beginning. Since 2015? Yeah. Mm. And and what type of things are you involved in? What type of things do you do?
4: on that thing is, I I think like this. In my mind, I start thinking what I can help them. Mm -hmm. What type of job as uh the one i like it mm. so i can give it to them right so on that time i look uh documentary right so document that mean that mean the photograph yes so that's why i i make it all the document for west papua here especially in mm-hmm. melbourne right and i give it to to louis and jacob and then this
3: is the used. My use. job. Mm-hmm. My work. I give it to you. Ah, another public relations job there. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. you have you been able to go back home? No, you haven't been able to go back. Already, home, no. I I went I went back two thousand
4: the last one. Right. Year two thousand because my my dad is passed
3: away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you haven't gone back since. No. And do you have any uh, children or partners here in australia or yes children yeah okay. two two daughters they'd be pretty old now, wouldn't they? yeah they don't need their their father anymore, do they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah yeah and you fully retired or just partially retired? I think it's semi semi retired uh,
4: next year is sixty five
3: yeah right. so you got you know you got to get to sixty seven to get a pension yeah now. it's not like sixty five anymore yeah no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are your plans for the future? You got any plans about things you want to do?
4: I think it's in my mind is because I'm get involved uh, with the struggle of West Papua. So my mind always thinking mm-hmm. like I hope and 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 will West Papua will be independent. Right.
3: Do you think it'll happen? Yes. All uh-huh. right. Um, will you be there on the twenty sixth of November? Yes. If people want to talk to you and yes. meet you, yes. Will you have your camera with you? Yes. I, have a <laughs> <laughs> I don't think i have ever seen you without a camera, to be honest. Yeah, time. because
4: now, sorry, because now it's uh, you know more easy to uh, carry mobile phone. Yes. And then big camera. Yes. But if you want to uh, um, a good result for the photo. You have to use the camera that's right
3: do you use black and white as well as color oh that is my my favorite black and white black and white yeah my favorite right so you'll have a black and white film on the 26th of november
4: on um, ah black and white we can you know uh, change edit in the computer Just ah. change. <laughs>
3: Modern <laughs> oh, that's the real black and white <laughs> photography you don't get the you don't get the my, my, my wife was a profession, she, professional she's got she's got um, photographs of the National Gallery and all that stuff oh. and she said you've got to use black and white film oh okay I, said, I never used that one get, get get you can still buy black and white film get some because you can get the shadows which it's you can't digital,
0: get it's all digital it's now still,
3: no you can still get black and white film
0: but you're a digital photographer, yes. yes. Digital. Yeah, it's yeah.
3: about time you learn some real photography. Yes. Maybe in your retirement you could do a photography course. I'm why being not? serious. Why not? Yeah, why not? I'm being very yeah. serious because you'll find it exciting because you can get... Well, I know nothing about it. This is what mm. my ex uh, wife used to tell me. She said you can get, you can get patterns of grey, you can get patterns of black, you can get things that you just cannot get on a colour photograph. We can, the sharpness... So there is a photographic college, and they do do still black and white photographs. So maybe that's something you could do for your retirement. There you go.
4: I think I think my from my experience, like I'm, uh, I took a lot of photo uh, uh, during you know my time here in Australia, like uh, Melanesian Art Festival mm. in in Melanesian country mm. and Pacific Island Art Festival. Mm-hmm. That is 18 country. Mm. That's a lot of I'm, I, I learn mm. and then make me more enthusiastic like, to yep. take a picture because all different, different people and different culture. Mm.
3: Have you had an exhibition yet? Not yet. Well, when I come on the 26th, I'll be speaking to the office because I think it's time we had an exhibition of your photographs. <laughs>
0: no, 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 yeah. no,
3: because it's a historical account not just a photograph it's a feeling okay and i think it's the only way to actually uh, look at a human being's work if you're a photographer is to actually have different periods up there to see what you've been doing i think this is something this I'm. you know me if i say i'm going to do something i'll do it and you're going to have an exhibition end of story end of story now tommy i know your real name isn't tommy what is your real name? My name is Tommy, yes. What? Is that on your birth certificate? Yes. Tommy? Yes. Why did your parents call you Tommy? Be,
4: be, uh, my, my grandma's before, once, uh, my name is
3: Thomas. Thomas, yes, like St. Thomas.
4: Yes. Mm. But my dad said,
3: no, 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 let's put Tommy. Tommy? <laughs> yes. So that's your real name? Yes. Oh, yeah, I thought it was anglicised. How little do I know? Now, have you been involved... In the preparations for the twenty sixth of November, yes, yes, uh, uh, nearly every uh,
4: uh, uh, time for uh, uh, West Papua, i doing the 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 same things for yes, yes. I'm always come down there if I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. when overseas, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I was come and then a lot of uh, you know, like um, yeah, interesting. Interesting story.
3: Well, we had some fascinating people last time. People from the Pacific Islands who came, people from Fiji, Yes, many people from all over the place. And uh, we've got a combination of the Congo and West Papua this yes. time. Yes. So That'll be good.
4: That is the Congo one. Mm. The Congo one. I met, uh, what? what is the name? Is uh, Who's coming down there? Clovis. Yeah, Clovis. Mm. And then we're talking about Maluku. Mm-hmm. And then he said, hey, why are you. Uh, you said about about uh, Maluku mm. Because in my village or his country That's call Maluku too Maluku <laughs> too, right yeah. The same, the same uh, yeah. word
0: yeah.
3: Yeah, Interesting Well, the Dutch were everywhere for 500 oh. years uh, Everywhere, Tommy Look, Tommy, it's been a pleasure chatting to you We must have an exhibition of your work next year oh. I will speak to the people there at the office Yes, And I'm looking forward to seeing you and everybody else, yes. especially Alphonse and his beautiful shirts. Oh, yes. He actually gave me one one day and I I may wear it. Yes, why Although, unfortunately, Alphonse is a much better physical specimen than I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gut. He doesn't have one. Yes. But so, When I put on that fancy shirt, you can actually see the belly. But that's a different story. But, uh, look, it's this... It's Sunday the 26th of November 838 Collins Street in Docklands easy to get to by public transport walk around the back starts at 1pm there's food meet old friends 2pm Dr Jacob Rumbiak the very same Jacob uh, Tommy was talking about will be discussing uh, what they're going to do now that they've been refused admission to the Melanesian Spearhead Group there will be a uh, book launch the cabaret burlesque the Congo and West Papua much of Clovis's uh, poetry he was a uh, political prisoner sentenced to death in Congo who escaped at the last moment Clovis will be there and his family Then there's the auction which I conduct to assist the West Papuan Rent Collective but most importantly of all what I'm looking forward to is the West Papuan Community Choir yes they are extraordinary yes thank you very much Tommy, thank you very much, Kelly.
0: Pleasure. Thank you, Tommy. All
3: right.
4: Thank you, Dr. Joe and Kelly. You're welcome. Waiting for a
2: day Somewhere beyond the mountains and valleys, you can hear the children crying. With tears falling like Waiting for the rising sun.